Right on set. Rolling. Action. Action. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to Encot and welcome back to another movie review. If you heard our last episode, you might know why we were a little bit lost and not really around here much. Yes. <laughs> my name is Sebastian, in case you've forgotten. <laughs> and my name is Caitlin, in case you've forgotten. And, and once again, we're here for another movie review. I just want to give a quick disclaimer. If the audio is different, I'm hoping that this audio is 10 times better than any episode before. <laughs> because, I mean, if you go to our YouTube channel right now, That Film Couple on YouTube, you'll be able to see that we have a two mic setup. Right We're now. all fancy over here now. We're becoming fancy. Right. Like, this took absolutely forever <laughs> to set up. Uh, but I'm really excited for it. How are you doing, Caitlin? Doing good. We are getting back into the swing of things. We're going to the movies way more often. Uh, we would love if you guys told us what movies you wanted us to review next. We have quite a few mm -hmm. that we ourselves are excited to see. But we'd love to review stuff that you want to see as well. Any spoilers? Um, for movies that are, movie reviews that are coming up exactly um it's we watched a horror film okay. uh, that's all i'll say for the next Interesting. one um but many more i mean there come. are a couple movie uh, horror films right now on yeah theaters. so they'll never know which one it is until we post it so it is currently 12 20 p.m a.m you do have to specify so if you see <laughs> if you see my face <laughs> on camera on youtube I'm absolutely exhausted. Yes. Today's been a fun day, though. It has been a fun day. Yeah, today's been a fun and day. And I'm glad that we are reviewing a movie that we have seen uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> we watched Transformers like two weeks ago and actually we hadn't been to the movies uh, in a bit. A couple months, maybe? And Transformers was Ka Caitlin kind of like allowing me the space to <laughs> just <laughs> have some fun. Right. But, so, quick backstory. The only introduction to Transformers that I ever had in my life was this PlayStation 2 video game that I played for like 10 minutes. Couldn't get past the first mission and then gave up. But then when I saw this movie, I was actually really hyped up for some reason. And yeah, so, you kept asking me like, can mm -hmm. we go see it? Can we go see it? And I was like, no. <laughs> so, I mean, from the get-go, I, yeah. I was excited before even seeing the mm -hmm. movie. <laughs> well, that, that should give you all some context as to why we may not know everything about the Transformers universe. I, for one, only saw one movie. I cannot tell you which one it mm. was. Probably. All I remember was that it looked like they were in New York City. The and I watched probably. it in 3D when I was in elementary school. And I just remember because it was in 3D... When there was violence, you saw people just flying across the screen. And I was like, oh, there's a skull like OG that Air just Iron like Man. flew over <laughs> to the side here. Um, oh, you were telling me something about it yeah. being too, like too rated R uh, for your times. Right. Even though I'm betting you it's not rated R, it was just PG-13. But yeah, that's the only thing that I remember from that movie. Mm -hmm. So... But that's to say that we came into the movie relatively blind as to what we were actually going to experience. Mind you, after the movie, I was like, okay, so I'm watching every single Transformer movie. Right, it got him very hyped. <laughs> yeah, and, and we started, I watched, and then Kaylin was like, I'm not going to watch this movie. And then she you ended up watching it. You do not need to help me like that <laughs> at all. And we watched Bumblebee, which in theory will be the first movie chronologically based on a couple Google sites. 
if it's on the internet it might be true right sure right anyway should we get into it <laughs> yeah let's get into this i'm hyped yeah so um just so you all know we i'm are seeing talking your ipad about... right now and what the, the review <laughs> we'll get there when we get there okay um that we were talking about transformers rise of the beast mm. this officially came out on june 9th of this year um directed by stephen capel jr um produced by michael bay because obviously of course. um and this has one of our favorite actors in it Yes. Um, when did when I mean did he had a couple him? controversies happen to him about yeah. like household abuse or something like that. I forget honestly at this point. Yeah, but I did, I really it was in the Heights that we we saw really him liked for the him in the Heights. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he was a supporting character in um, what you call it, Hamilton. Oh yeah, right, he's the, he's the guy that died um, twice. Anthony <laughs> Ramos, by the way, he plays the main character. Wasn't that? Um, what? Anthony Ramos. Anthony Ramos. Nice. Um, as far as the Autobots themselves, um, Liza Koshy, Pete Davidson, um, Michelle Yao, um, who else? Uh, Peter Cullen and Ron Perlman mm-hmm. um, were our Autobots. I thought it was so cool. We I had no idea that Pete was do- looking up that. the cast, and mm-hmm. we were like. What? I, I was very shocked. Like, because, I mean, like, Peter Cullen and Ron Perlman, like, made sense. Mm-hmm. But the other ones, I was just like, wait, like, were they always? I no. I mean, you would have thought like, that I would have recognized David, David, Peter. Davidson's voice. David Peterson. Pete Davidson's voice. No, I had no idea it was he him. He was, um, Mirage. 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 Yeah, I mean, their voices yeah. are robotic, so mm-hmm. it's it's not my fault. Yeah. There is also um, Dominique Fishback, I think that's how you say your last name, um, who plays Elena, which is the supporting female role. Who else do I remember? I can't seem to remember anyone else. We're just professionals out here. We knew. <laughs> I don't recognize any of their character names. <laughs> we definitely did our research, not 10 minutes before we started recording this podcast. Okay, anyways, anyways. Um... <laughs> So, as I'm sure you know by now, um, this is a continuation in the Transformers um, movie series. I believe this is like the seventh movie that they've made overall in this universe. Chronologically, is the second, actually. Chronologically, second, but the seventh overall. Mm -hmm. Um, Right around. Right around, yeah. Um, So, the basic plot summary, straight from Google, says Optimus Prime and the Autobots take on their biggest challenge yet. When a new threat capable of destroying the entire planet emerges, they must team up with a powerful faction of Transformers known as the Maximals to save Earth. Ooh. Very nice, very nice. It was um, a really fun incorporation, if I can talk a little bit mm-hmm. about uh, the story itself. Yeah. Because uh, there were animals, mm-hmm. and obviously, I think it's gone through everyone's head, like, how are these cars? You know, they're <laughs> right. aliens. My thought is more like they're advanced so maybe mm-hmm. at one point they had cars i don't know but it was really cool to see animals and then for some reason i got really hyped when they became like ultimate form and they became like humanoid animals and that was really exciting and pretty cool yeah the animation i think is amazing um for 
the Autobots, especially the animals, um, there was like a clear like attention to detail, mm. I think. Especially when, not shocking at all, some of them died. Um, you can clearly see the intricacies that are like inside of them that show like the mechanisms. I don't know how to explain it properly, but I think it looked pretty cool. Um, mm. And I think that's kind of what drew you into this more than anything was yeah. in the trailer seeing like the gorilla like the doing trailer, this. I mean, or, my favorite like, animal is monkey. Yeah. So um, it's not surprised that I was really high by seeing mm -hmm. that gorilla. Uh, but I think just all in all, it, it just looked really good and really well done. It didn't mm -hmm. look like a, a tacky animation or it didn't look... Yeah. Uh, rushed or anything like that mind you i don't know if it was rushed it could have been rushed for all i know and we're not vfx artists yeah but i, I still mean, liked what i saw yeah it, it looked so. really good and i really enjoyed it at the beginning i must say i was a bit confused uh, with the name um not optimus optimus primal oh like yeah the, of the, mm -hmm. the main gorilla guy i was really confused about that and i was mm -hmm. like so what is this like the ancestor of Optimus Prime or something like that, but then later on, mind you, this this review has a bunch of spoilers. So if you haven't seen it or if you care about spoilers, why are you here? Come back later <laughs> after you Literally. see it. <laughs> and later on in the movie, they reveal that it's because Optimus Prime is like really famous uh, in this universe, mm -hmm. uh, so his dad named him after him. Yeah, which is like a huge honor. I feel like. As as people who went into this not knowing a single thing about the like Transformers mm. lore, I still feel like you could easily watch this. It was just little things like that little where nudges. I was just yeah. like, huh, wonder what that's about. Like, I wonder who they're referencing. Like the one comment um, that Optimus Prime made to mm -hmm. Bumble Bumblebee being like, I know a human was good to you once. Exactly. And we all thought it was... Um, well, not we all. We both, just the two of us, thought I'm he was sure talking about thought, uh, thought Shia LaBeouf's it. character in the first movie. Uh, that's fair, the only people, thing that I knew. Not many people remember uh, timelines in movies. Like, this movie yeah. took place in 1994, I, I believe, believe so, it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you tell me in what year blank takes place on, I'll be like, I don't know, what year did it come out? <laughs> yeah, I was definitely like taken aback because I was like, wait, I thought the first Transformers movie was technically set in the present mm, so, you're so new. i was like where this is before the present but, of my but is bubblebee referencing I, well, it was confusing yeah so we agreed this was the second movie the second in the timeline? initial timeline i think later on like one of like the 2017 movie 2018 mm -hmm. movie might have been um like really way back when and um, like the dark knight or something like that like batman i'm thinking here uh, but there is one that they last night um, that takes place a long time ago, I think. Because hmm. before what I was seeing, it was like BCD or something like that. Okay. We'll have to look into it. All I know is that BCE. Bumblebee clearly took place like late, what was it, like late, late 80s. 80s? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's how the series continued. Shall we get into reviews? Yeah, let's get into some reviews. So, there's a 3.8 overall rating on Google. Um, quite a few fives, but also quite a few ones. Um, so, let's go in and read mm -hmm. some official reviews for people that get paid to review stuff. Like, so, not us. We don't get paid yet. <laughs> yet is the keyword there. If you want to um, give me money. <laughs> okay. 
Um, so the first one I have here is from the New York Post, and they gave it one star. What? Out of one? No, one out of one. <laughs> okay, so they actually compared it to the Fast and Furious franchise. No, they didn't. It, it, yeah, you just, you just have to read it. Okay, oh my so it says here, all Transformers really needs to do, much like the Fast and Furious franchise, is top itself when it comes to badass new vehicles and breathtaking chase scenes. The plots will never be riveting, and the characters are cartoons. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Uncool factor. The filmmakers don't deliver. Similar to Fast X, there's nothing even slightly novel or impressive about Rise of the Beasts. About those underwhelming beasts. We're introduced to the Maximals. Uh, yet, what are you guys at some point? <gasps> yet more robo-aliens who instead look like a bird gorilla named Optimus Primal and Cheetah. They've been hiding out in the mountains of Peru, director Stephen Caple Jr.'s generic movie's only other location. <laughs> the Maximals' impact is minimal, and they serve only as more steel sticks in the mud who speak in narrator whispers and have a vague mission. The final seed introduces a toy franchise tie-in that would create a sort of Hasbro cinematic universe. Maybe that we should weird. let the Terracons destroy the Earth after all. That was weird. Did you hear the last sentence? No. Maybe that was we in my head. Maybe we should let the Terracons destroy the Earth after all. That's so mean. I know. That's so should, mean. We really should address the last scene, though. Yeah, let's address it really quick. Because <laughs> I, don't know I do agree I, about I don't that. know how I feel. I am excited, yet... We should tell cautious. them first what happens in case they don't know. I don't know if this was an after credit scene. I don't quite remember I if it, it was happened. Like just like before. right before the credits, I think it was. So yeah, our character Noah, our main character, um, mm -hmm. he's the human still, character. He's still kind of struggling to get a job, but he nailed an interview um, or like as got a security or something as like, like that, security. And um, the interviewer seems to to know some things about what he did mm -hmm. with the Autobots, even though like, the rest of the world. Like, I see this clear time yeah. in your resume. Like, why were you unemployed? He was like, yeah. I was doing some stuff To the rest Peru. of the world, they don't know what, what he did with the mm -hmm. Autobots, but this guy does. And suddenly, it's revealed that he's being interviewed by, like, was it, like, the company for G.I. Joe? Or G.I. Joe? I'm, no, I think it was, it like, was the company. It was not G.I. Joe himself. We all know G.I. Yeah. Joe is the rock. Okay. Uh, either way, he gets asked to like join the GI Joe company or whatever. Yeah, he was, he's asked end. to like we need someone like you in, yeah. in our company. My okay, so in this universe, I guess GI Joe is gonna be sort of like a shield from mm -hmm. Marvel from the Avengers. I don't think we need it. <laughs> really don't think we need it i mean they all. might not know where else to take the transformers universe and, and they're just going into another doll no but like this is the thing i can see it because if you see all of the human um protagonists in past mm -hmm. transformer movies where are they now that is true all of these characters are just like oh you you were my friend once but i have to let you go now <laughs> dramatic so, <laughs> what's his name hugo <laughs> What? Hugo? What the name of the character? The main character? Yes. Noah. Noah. How See, did you get I knew Hugo? there was an H in there. I knew there was an H. At the end and it's silent. Anyways, <laughs> that this this thing this gives the opportunity for Noah to continue being a character in this made up universe. Mm -hmm. And the 
Mattel Hasbro. Hasbro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Hasbro is creating now. And, and I mean, I think it's pretty cool. Because otherwise, I don't think we will see Noah in any other movie. Maybe more. Maybe once more. But if they even go ahead and actually make the movie. A lot of people might come out and be like, that's just dumb. I think it's a good idea Hmm. in order for Transformers. Because, I mean, Transformers, we all think about it as, oh, yeah, I I grew up with that. Like, I had the toys. Mm -hmm. But you see Marvel and you're like, I love those movies. I'm so excited for the upcoming movie and the universe and blah, blah, blah. You don't think about it like, I grew up with Iron Man. You don't really think about it like that. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a way for Transformers. And it's really smart for them to just compete with Marvel. Which is the same thing that uh, DC is trying to do right now. And even though they're not like superheroes in the sense of like comic superheroes. They're more like uh, fantastical beings mm-hmm. uh, or or something like that. Uh, I think it's a smart way because now they, they can start to compete uh, with these other franchises. And yeah. I think it's pretty cool. I mean now that the Barbie movie is coming out. Oh it's my time goodness. for doll related movies. Too. With Barbie coming into the <laughs> real universe. And she finds out that she needs to save the world next to the If that's Optimus even Prime. what the plot is. We'll get there when we get there anyway. Of shall course we it's go not Barbie. on to another review? Let's go. Okay. This one is from TheVerge.com. Um, this also isn't the best review they'll just hate it but they, they'll just they hate don't it. it is they don't hate it as much as the new york post did so like many a transformers maybe before it rise of the beast puts an inordinate amount of focus on its human protagonist yes. who often feels like he's pulling focus to be fair charmingly so in a movie that really should just be about robot on robot violence rise of the beast does not try to differentiate noah from other transformers human heroes like sam Whitwicky. Is that really his last name? Witwicky? By giving him a legitimate means of following the Autobots into battle. But the way that the film props Noah up has the unintended side effect of highlighting how Rise of the Beast doesn't give Elena all that much to do in its final acts and how the film as a whole has a tendency of sidelining its female characters in a way that really jumps out as being unnecessary. To some extent, it feels like some of Rise of the Beast's uneven characterizations can mm-hmm. be chalked up to there. Just being so many moving parts in play, but that's a problem of the movie's own making and something that might have been wholly avoidable. Especially in its final acts, Rise of the Beast really starts to feel like the kind of Transformers movie that first, um, hold on, that first nicked the live action franchise off. It's big, explosive, and very nice to look at for a few minutes before it all starts to blend together. Whether or not that's intentional or Paramount's part isn't quite clear. But what does seem more certain is how the studio sees Rise of the Beast as the beginning of its next big movie Mm. franchise play. That's an odd thing to say about the seventh installment in an ongoing franchise, especially one that doesn't exactly take advantage of its own prime opportunity to really start steering the ship in a new direction. But for anyone who's just trying to see some robots turn into some cars and or animals, Transformers Rise of the Beast will get the job done. See, I can agree with some of these statements, mm-hmm. and I definitely think that I'm going to see a Transformers movie not because of its human character, mm-hmm. but because I want to see some action in between robots. Yeah. And I can also agree with that this guy was pretty charming, and mm-hmm. that goes back to the point of like trying to give uh, these human characters a little bit more of a protagonist role, of actually having a storyline behind it and whatnot. And, I mean, I think Bumblebee did it really well with that, but that mm-hmm. was more like... There was only Bumblebee and, and this one girl. 
Uh, so I think that's a completely different story. It doesn't even, it doesn't even feel like a Transformers movie. Mm-hmm. But this one was just so jam-packed with action. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was interesting to give the human character some robot, robot-like um, armor and abilities. Mm-hmm. But I can also agree that I would have liked to see maybe less of him. And then mm-hmm. what's the name of the other character? Helena, you Helena. said? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she was just there. To drive the plot along with some smarts. She's the sadly, sadly stereotypical. She's the, she's the girl nerdy in the chair. Character. Yeah, she's the girl in the chair. She is the girl in the chair. Yes, she just knows what's going to happen. She just Which, knows. Like, yeah, the okay, thing. you need that. It just kind of. What did she do after? What she was hired. She became famous or something from yeah, it. I can't quite remember. For discovering what uh, ruins and yeah. whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a pretty solid statement. I mm-hmm. how what was their? They name? didn't give like a star rating. Okay. Um, but it wasn't. They weren't like, uh, like mad about them. They're pretty valid. I can mm-hmm. see their points. Yeah. The last one I have is from Roger Ebert, who I quote frequently because I like their reviews. <laughs> um, two and a half stars. Okay. That's the rating. But ultimately, Rise of the Beasts does what every Transformers movie has to do. Wrap up with a seemingly endless fight sequence in which big, shiny chunks of metal slam Mm -hmm. noisily into each other. The smaller and more intimate special effects are more impressive than these massive set pieces. Mirage evolves in a multitude of cool ways that look tactile and realistic, for example. But while this climax isn't as dizzying and interminable as they so often are, it's still rather dull compared to the action that came before it. There is also the fundamental problem that there are no real stakes. We know what happens to these characters and that they'll not only be okay, but also survive for several more movies. Hmm. And of course, a mid-credits scene suggests that there's even more to come from the cinematic universe because there's always more to come. So you may as well buckle up. Yeah, there's definitely a heavy plot armor, Mm -hmm. but I think it favors them because I would have hated to see Bumblebee go. And even Mirage, I would have hated to see go so easily. And now that we're getting attached to him. Um, I mean, yeah, I think Transformers become a pretty niche thing. It's not mm-hmm. something for everyone to go see in a movie theater. Yeah. And, and it's not for all families to enjoy together. Mm-hmm. I think this is for people that grew up with Transformers and are able to get back into it and then bring new people in uh, yeah. that might like the same stuff, even if they didn't grow up with Transformers. But it's mm-hmm. definitely not something for everyone. Same thing. Yes, I can compare in that sense uh, with um, Fast and Furious. It is not for everyone, but the ones who like it really like it. Yeah, coming from someone that really likes it and really I really like it. Doesn't like it. Shall we give our final review points? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only thing I have to say is that um, I I do agree that it is a little strange knowing mm-hmm. that the characters. Um, survive i didn't actually even think about that when i was watching the movie Mm -hmm. but of course they were going to survive because of course they had to meet (laughs) sam because of course they had to go through like the rest of the movies that they haven't technically lived yet i mean me not Um, knowing that um this movie was so far back in between the other movies mm -hmm. i couldn't have imagined that um i could have seen bumblebee die no problem exactly i didn't know it was before all the other movies Mm -hmm. in which you see bumblebee definitely yeah if you don't know anything then yeah shall we do yeah and i'll be pretty fair i think i'm not gonna um 
be too much of a a fanboy here. I'm gonna give it a solid three point five out of five. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a it's a decent one. If you hear my grandma in the background, no, you don't. No, you don't. I am also giving it a 3.5. Um, it's definitely not a movie for me, but mm. I really enjoyed the ride. It was really fun. Um, I enjoyed the special effects, like I said. Um, and even though reflecting on it, I realized that this movie, I could have just not seen it and known that they were still going to be fine because, you I know, there all the other movies were left. But you know what? I still enjoyed it. I still had a good time at the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, Kind of your standard action adventure mm-hmm. in for a good time kind of thing you know well let us know how you like this movie let us know if you've seen it let us know your thoughts in the comments and mm-hmm. uh, you can find our social media on instagram at encot uh, the podcast i almost forgot it for i know <laughs> i have so many handles in my head at encot the podcast mm-hmm. you can also find us uh, on threads at encot the podcast <laughs> Uh, you can find us we've been pretty active actually on youtube you can find us at that film couple and you can find us now on tiktok by the same handle that that film couple couple. we're just doing everything now i know (laughs) and you can find me on instagram at sebas alip and you can find me at kate johnston 62 on instagram as well thank you so much for being here one more week Please, um, if you're any if you're any of the social media handles or anything, please follow and, and give us a quick like. And we really appreciate our five stars on any platform that you're listening on. Thank you so much for being here, and we'll see you in the next one. And, and cut. cut.